somewhere in the city that defines holiday magic is a man who wants a little eggnog with his mistletoe. And that guy would like to carol you. Featuring the musical stylings of Mel Bunny and the Dreaming Color Singers. Still to come, composer Keith Getty, an officer of the most excellent order of the British Empire. Noah James, the actor who plays Andrew in The Chosen. Kristen Getty and Ricky Skaggs in the Holiday Spotlight. Sketch comedy from John Christ. Plus, Assignment Desk Weekend. And now, live from Times Square, where we highly advise you not to superglue your hands to the street. Here's that Kevin! Yeah, I've seen some dumb bunnies in my time, but <clears throat> that takes the cake. Thank you, Dave. Uh, we've got <laughs> the, the, the Thursday, the Thanksgiving Day. You, you, you think you're going to disrupt the entire Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade by gluing your hands to the street? I, I don't think that's going to work, I man. I don't. I don't think it's going to end well. I'm just saying. I, I, I can't. I can't really see that working out too well in your favor. Thank you, Dreaming Color Singers. Let's get to the news. For Assignment Desk Weekend, I'm Kevin McCullough. In a week which holiday celebrations had a bit of a rough go, the pressure was evidently too much for the White House Christmas tree of 2023. In what was immediately roasted across social media as a symbol of the failed policies of the Biden administration, the felled Christmas tree became fast news. Though, to be honest, Assignment Desk Weekend believes that the tree was actually trying to pay tribute to the current occupant of the White House, the first citizen of Brandon Falls. Let's go Brandon, Joe Biden. The fallen Biden Christmas tree came the day before New York City successfully lit its tree at the big annual goings-on at the Rockefeller Center. The night was marred with more pro-Hamas demonstrators attempting to disrupt the activities, some of which happened to include numbers of protesters from the previous Thursday that had glued their hands to 6th Avenue during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Assignment Desk Weekend would like to thank the NYPD for their valiant service in keeping these demonstrators in check. Assignment Desk Weekend also resolutely believes that if you're defenders of terrorists, and you just happen to glue your hands to 6th Avenue, and the NYPD just happens to come along and have to remove you by force in order for the parade to go on, even at the expense of a layer of skin on your own hands. Oh, well. One last holiday celebration note. The city of London has canceled Hanukkah. Didn't know they could do that. Uh, anyway, out of a desire, they said, to be sensitive to the terrorists. Also in the works, 
the banning of bikinis in the near future, and requiring women to cover everything but their eyes while in public. Other than that, no big changes coming to old London town. A la promise. Speaking of protesters, the officials at Disneyland called the local police and had one arrested this past week. The man in his mid-twenties had begun scaring park attendees by blending in with the animatronics on the Small World ride. He was also spotted wading in the ride's water. Kind of gross. And at one point, even removing his clothes and again swimming in the ride's canals. Now, Simon Desk Weekend has always held this to be very true. You ride that ride enough, and that, it's a small world after all. starts going through your brain. Anything could happen. It could drive someone crazy. And evidently, it finally did. From the New Fears Unlocked file tonight, a man was found to have had spider eggs growing on the inside of one of his toes while on a recent cruise. The man had seen his toe become discolored and swollen before the spider mama who laid the eggs apparently ate her way out of his toe. Simon Desk Weekend has no comment on the impending birth of 400 hatchlings soon to arrive. And the presidential race of 2024 hit a new low this week when the two men who will not even be on the ballot next November squared off in a one-on-one -on -one debate. The governors of Florida and California met in what was supposed to be a contrast of governing styles and policies. The night more or less devolved into a session of this. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis opening the session with why so many people and companies have left California, many of whom have relocated in Florida, including Gavin Newsom, the governor of California's own father-in-law. And Newsom, in response, spent most of the evening telling DeSantis how offended he was that DeSantis had even mentioned it. The high point for the night came when the Florida governor pointed out that literally every square inch of San Francisco, the city that Gavin Newsom had formerly been mayor of before becoming governor of California, was covered in human waste. Simon Desk Weekend would like to point out that this debate was touted by the network who hosted it as a look to the future. Thus it was, the governor of the Sunshine State versus the former mayor of Poopville. For Assignment Desk Weekend, I'm Kevin McCullough. All right, I'm about to call Postmates. Does everyone want the fish dinner then? We'll just, I'll just call a bunch of them. Jesus is on the way. So just get, maybe just get a couple. He'll take care of us. Okay, yeah, all right, all right. just get, Two then? Two. All right, yeah, just two, we'll just do two fish, yeah. Yeah, maybe like five loaves of bread with it? Yeah, that's good, yeah, perfect. Bro, I just got a Venmo request from Judas. Dude, Jesus just got a blue check mark. How did he get verified? He only has 12 followers. I have way more than that. <laughs> Dude, David is liking and commenting on every one of Bathsheba's spring break pics. What's he doing? I thought uh, he was supposed to be at war. I don't know, dude. Also, what? Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> dude, I'm on Facebook Marketplace right now. Look at this. Joseph's brothers are selling him. Can you do that? Oh, Joe, he's just 
going on and on. He said he lost everything. Probably going to get a Kickstarter up oh. soon. Bro, I was talking to Mary and Joseph last week. They're trying to price line a hotel in Bethlehem. Couldn't find anything. They ended up having to like Airbnb some like rustic barn, dude. Brutal. If Noah Instagrams one more time about his DIY project, I'm done. It's too much. Like He's like, I'm getting these instructions from heaven. Oh, yeah. Doubt it. I ain't getting on that boat. Oh, look, another bachelorette in Sodom and Gomorrah. <sighs> Seen it. Sin City, we get it. Don't look behind you. You know what I'm saying? Because the... What? Okay, forget it. Dude, are you friends with the part of the son on Snapchat? Have you seen his stories? He just, like, left his dad's house. He's in, like, another city just losing it. Dude. Insane. Like, not safe for work. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, dude, have you heard from Paul in a while? Maybe he's in prison again? Again? <laughs> dude, you want to buy to this? Do I look like Adam to you? Okay. Bro, you follow the rich young ruler? Is that that SoundCloud rapper? No, it's a guy. Oh. He's always posting about his house and his cars and stuff. He met Jesus last week. Literally haven't heard from him. It's weird. Dude, Jesus came to town on a donkey. I saw that. Could he not get an Uber? I mean, maybe he was surging. <laughs> Dude, are you in this group chat with Shadar, Kamishak, and Abendigo? Uh-huh. I used this fire emoji. They got all offended. Oh, uh, okay. Jonah tweeted he was going deep sea fishing three days ago. Have you heard from him? Maybe he doesn't have service. <laughs> do you follow Saul? Yeah, what? He changed his username to Paul. What? Bro, do you have locations on for the children of Israel? They're just, like, wandering around. Literally makes no sense. Have you seen the weather for today? No, what? 50% chance of quail. Weird. Wow. Ah, uh, Abram and Isaac posted a selfie the head of the mountains for little father-son trip. Amazing. What could go wrong? Uh-huh. Wait, what's that rope for? Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Lot's daughter's pregnant. She's going to have a baby. No. I wonder who the dad is. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Bro, you're following the woman at the well? That's not like that. Check your heart, dude. Dude, I was with David the other day, and he was singing one of those songs. You know how he always does? I couldn't figure out. I was like, I know I've heard this one before, so I shazammed it. Psalm 23. He always does that. Whenever there's girls around, he brings out a guitar. Uh, We get it. Was Bathsheba there? (laughs) (laughs) David and the guitar and the chicks. Uh, All right, If, if Bible characters had iPhones and social media... There in the uh, kind of twisted sketch comedy mind of John Christ, you get the idea of what it would be like. Uh, great stuff tonight, uh, John and company. Thank you so much. It's Kevin McCullough. It's That Kevin Show. We've got a big hour still straight ahead, including lots of options for your Christmas time entertainment. Keith Getty, officer of the British Empire, joins me next. guest is no stranger to Kevin McCullough Radio or to That Kevin Show, and as we enjoy their uh, music year-round, many of you singing many of their uh, songs in uh, church week after week. Uh, We also have a very special time that we look forward to this time of year, every single year. That is the uh, Getty Christmas Concert Tour, which is just kicking off and will be coming through the uh, New York City area here in just a little more than a week. Keith Getty joins us. Hello, Keith. 
Kevin, it is great. It is just great to be in the show. It always is. I'm so excited to be back at Carnegie Hall. Very, very it's going to be an amazing evening, and this year, unlike past years, uh, it's on a weekend evening, which is kind of a big deal. Carnegie doesn't just give those slots away, so people can come on a Saturday night. Uh, you can have a nice dinner in the city, spend some money helping our tourism, uh, uh, lagging tourism business, and mm-hmm. then enjoy uh, singing Christmas carols from the heart of the world's most important city uh, with about 2,000 of your closest friends. It doesn't get much better than that. No, that's right. And I mean, Kevin, you and I first connected over a decade ago with our our love for the city of New York. It's a magical place at Christmas. It is just one of the most extraordinary melting pots of people. And of course, the event brings everything from uh, from students to tourists to locals um, to, you know, UN ambassadors to uh, <laughs> politicians to everybody seems to turn up in this remarkable night of people all gathered in the city to sing so it's special this year and of course we've got we the second half we've got ar bernard and uh tim uh, ar bernard and michael keller uh closing the night out for us we've got malcolm guide the poet who did the, who premiered the poem last year premiering a new poem about christmas in new york this year at carnegie hall we've got trip lee the rapper joining us on stage for a song uh, and a host of other special and I don't think he's ever done the Christmas show in at, at Carnegie. He may have done other Christmas shows did, with you guys, did, but he's he never... Did, he did the recording at the Grand Ole Opry. Um, there was the song, Oh Children Come. It was the song we were for right. our very first Carnegie Hall when Ricky Skaggs came with us. We wrote a song called, Oh Children Come, for that. And then three years later, it was recorded by Lady Smith Black Mombazo, who, of course, became famous with Paul Simon's Graceland's album many years ago, Diamonds in the Soles of Her Shoes. She got diamonds in the soles of her shoes. And then a third version of it was then Trip Lee decided to do a rap version of it. So I think it's the only song that has that has gone from being bluegrass to choral to African to rap. So it's, it's, so that'll be a fun that'll be a fun moment. The first half is all about is all about celebrating celebrating you know life and artistry and it's a big Irish it's one big long Irish party with music and dance and inviting people to sing along and our kids of course are making a special appearance this year at the end of the first half which is going to be really special. Then the, the Getty half- kids who I need to add were nominated for their first Dove Award this past year. No, they won. They won. Uh, last- Last year, last year, let's to be clear, Kristen and I were nominated both for Grammys and for Doves, and right. we lost all of them. And our daughters, who were nominated, won theirs. So <laughs> they actually, a little Gracie said, "You know, Dad, it's so embarrassing for us that that, that we we win and you guys lose. Even on television, we have to watch you lose." So it was kind of. <laughs> It's been, it's been a very embarrassing year for us in that way. Oh, yes, I'm sure watching your girls succeed is very hard to take. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about um, the importance of this night. And by the way, it's not just New York. If you're listening anywhere in the country, watching from anywhere in the country, um, there's an entire tour. I know that uh, there's a number of cities uh, that uh, you do kind of as annual stops, um, Keith, but what are some of the highlights? I know people can get the entire schedule at gettymusic.com, but I want to make sure they know uh, that you're going to be a lot of places this year. Yeah, well, we kick off, we kick off in, uh, I'm trying to think, we, we, we kick off in Fort Worth on Saturday, San Antonio is Sunday, Tulsa Monday, I think a lot of those are sold out much, but they're not all sold out. Um, then we come across the country, um, a bunch of other, I can't even remember all the cities we're playing at. Carnegie Hall, obviously, is an annual special thing. We're, I think we're in, in New York State the night before, if you can't make it down. So on the 8th, I think we're there, we're playing Indiana, which might also be sold out. Then we're doing a three-night residency at the Museum of the Bible. We used to do the Kennedy Center each year. Yep. And 
our friends, our friends at the museum, the Green family said, why not move it to the museum and do an, a global live stream every year? So the three nights that we were at the Museum of the Bible, I think are they may, they're, they're close to sold out, if not all sold out, but we are doing a live, global live stream. So there is a chance to at least enjoy it on the big screen in your house uh, with your family and sing along. And, and our kids will be eating that night as well. So you'll get, you'll get lots of, it's a real evening for the whole family to enjoy. And then we by, we're playing some beautiful theatres. We're playing the Benidorm Theatre. In, in Pittsburgh, which will be wonderful. Um, we're at my birthday, we're playing uh, Wheaton College. And I should say next year, we're playing my birthday at Carnegie Hall, my 50th birthday next year, we're playing at Carnegie Hall with a party after. And then and then um, we're finishing up, finishing up in the gorgeous Symphony Hall in, in, in Minneapolis. So, so, so it, it's a, it's it, it's it's an incredibly fun tour. Um, and honestly, we just can't be. We just finished doing Winter Wonderland in there. I walked out of the rehearsal having playing Winter Wonderland to come and see you. So I'm kind of a jab 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 jab. It's kind of a swing version. So I'm, well, and you guys always uh, you, you like to mix it up and you throw new new wrinkles in uh, every single year uh, to the songs like Sleigh Ride and Winter Wonderland and so forth. Yeah. Um, we're, opening, we're opening the second half this year with Kristen and J.J. Heller just did a new version of the gorgeous 5th century carol Little Mortal Flesh Keeps Silence. We're opening the second half this year with that to be a little bit different, which we're kind of looking forward to. Lots of lots of just new things we're trying for the first time. That'll be fantastic. Keith, I can't help but think, and I've just come from overseas uh, from a little bit of a break celebrating a milestone uh, in my own life. But I can't help but just um, sense that the world is is in anxiety at this moment uh, with the uh, wars that are going on, with uh, the the conflict in Israel, with the the war, the global turbulence. Um, is Christmas more important this year on your own heart, in your own mind, uh, than it has been in years past? I think I think you know the, the truth is if if the Christian story is true and Christ came historically as a baby to earth to live and teach and death and rise, then then the gospel should become more true every year. And I think that's one of the reasons it's important for us to celebrate. That's one of the reasons it's important in our culture, in our ever secularizing culture, to find any little window of opportunity we get to to introduce Christianity to our friends, to our family, to our workmates, to our neighbors who don't know the Lord. If we're serious about this Christian message, then Christmas does provide one of those few moments left in our lives to share our faith. So I would encourage people that. But but yes, to your point, I mean, oftentimes in our Christmas show, the show has ended up having a turn to what, where culture was at last year, of course, was the was the situation in Ukraine and the dedication to Ukraine, the Ukrainian carols. Um, this year, this year, the situation in the Middle East is obviously dominating everyone's mind indeed indeed my home city dublin for the first time in history having immigration riots in the last week mm. we're um we're seeing a coming apart of some of 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 lots of what you would call man's wisdom um and uh, and so but 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 as, as as christians we we pray for our politicians we pray for our world leaders we pray for the places we pray for the peace of jerusalem and we pray for those who are in need but ultimately our only hope is in the gospel. We know, we know that the best possible politician is never actually going to solve the sin of man, and so that's why, that's why we sing, that's why we celebrate, that's why we sit and practice. 
Keith Getty, we always appreciate your time. Uh, look forward to seeing you in person when you're in the New York area. And if people want more information, you go to gettymusic.com, gettymusic.com, and just click on events. They've got all of the concert dates laid out there. You can buy tickets right online. It's super easy. Keith, great to talk to you. Thanks for being here. Oh, Kevin, thank you so much. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. Christmas time, here we go. Here he is from New York, that Kevin, Kevin McCullough. All right, welcome back. Good to have you. It's uh, that Kevin show this time of year. I get so excited because one of the things that I get to do with you and one of the things I look forward to doing is enjoying all of the Christmas entertainment that's coming out. If you've watched some of the episodes of that Kevin show recently, you've seen some of the things. We just heard from Keith Getty. We're going to hear from Noah James as part of The uh, the Chosen. They, their big Christmas special is coming back to theaters uh, and it's going to be uh, a Fathom event that's going to take place from between uh, December 12th through December 17th. Now, a word about that. If they have a really good run at that, Fathom may extend that uh, theater posting a little bit longer. But this is the this is the classic chosen Christmas special where they tell the story of the birth of Jesus um, with the characters and not all of them are from the main cast only a couple of them are because Mary and and uh, I think um, uh, someone else is they, they tell a little bit in in um, uh, throwback they're looking back into what happened uh, from the perspective of the book of Luke but it is it's amazing and they've added some new features to it this year you know there's been there's always been musical features as part of the chosen Christmas special they've added a brand new uh, song that was recorded uh, especially for this by uh, Andrea and Matteo Bocelli father and son uh, and then you've got you know Phil Wickham and others that are part of it and it's just it's going to be magical that's December 12th through the 17th I highly recommend it we'll find out more about that from Noah James in the next segment but there's a couple of other options that I wanted you to make sure that you knew about we just spoke with Keith Getty gettymusic.com the Getty Music Tour is not just going to be at Carnegie Hall and at the Museum of the Bible in Washington DC Carnegie Hall in New York it's going to be playing in more than a dozen cities it's going to be across the country and you should check out where they're going to be and then go see it. Uh, if you have access to it, and I'm, I'm talking to all my peeps in Fort Worth, uh, my hometown in Texas, my, my whole family needs to be in attendance at this. It is really something special. And as you just saw in the music spotlight in the last hour, a hauntingly good new version of Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silent. Um, a non Not a lot of people think of it when it comes to like their favorite Christmas songs, but it really is so wonderfully uh, prepared for this time of year. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them at Carnegie Hall. That'll be a blast. It's always a blast when the Gettys come to town. So check that out. Gettymusic.com is where you can find more information on the entire tour. And they start in Fort Worth. I know they go as far as New York. They're going to be in D.C. I think they're going to Wheaton, Illinois. So they're kind of crisscrossing the East Coast and the Midwest. Uh, so you can check that out. But a couple of other things. Uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, the Ghost of Christmas Past, uh, they are launching a nationwide tour. They're going to be 
from Sacramento to uh, New Jersey and from Boston down to Houston. I think they're going to be all over the place in the next few days. You'll hear more from them in the uh, weeks as we go by. Uh, they will be in the music spotlight as well coming up. And then I don't know if you took the chance in November to go see it, but I really still strongly very much suggest Journey to Bethlehem. Um, the, the music is really well done. Uh, it's original. It's got a very kind of, uh, original take on some classic Christmas carols. And then there's these, these new pieces that kind of tell the Christmas story that the, the, um, Antonio Banderas interpretation of Herod is just one of the funnest things. I mean, he's evil. He's mean. He's kind of crazy. He laughs hysterically in the middle of his song but it, it's it's really well done and if you have not checked out the soundtrack the soundtrack is breaking records for new musical soundtracks it's just it's just it's been tops at uh itunes for a couple of weeks and you go check it out uh and all the singing done by the characters in the actual movie which is kind of cool i mean sometimes you have voiceovers that you know people are like well i don't know if i can trust my voice well i gotta do this or that well uh check out journey to bethlehem you're gonna you're gonna be impressed you're gonna be amazed it's gonna be really really good so just in review you've got um journey to bethlehem in theaters already you've got the chosen christmas special which is coming december 12th through december the 17th you've got the sing getty christmas concert tour which is going to be in major musical halls across the uh across the country and then you've got the trans-siberian orchestra ghost of christmas past that they're going to be ph phenomenal as well especially if you like the rock and roll kids um but they the way they mingle traditional carols with that kind of hard rock edge is kind of fun so uh, check all that out uh when you can and um they're i'm so thankful that they've all sponsored the show uh, here in the month of December uh, at That Kevin Show and are doing such a good job of helping you be in the holiday spirit as well. All right, uh, coming up next, Noah James plays the character of Andrew in the very popular television show, The Chosen. Not only is their Christmas special coming to theaters, season four is just a couple of months away from being released, and we'll tell you all about that as well as we roll on on this edition of That Kevin Show. Here he is from New York, that Kevin, Kevin McCullough. All right, my next guest is from that television show that so many of the cast members have been from that have joined us over the last couple of years because very, very soon, not only will they have their Christmas special coming back uh, in bigger and badder fashion than ever before, but then the fourth season of The Chosen will premiere in the early portion of 2024. And so uh, please, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help me welcome Noah James. Hello, Noah. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. It's always fun to talk to uh, guys that are part of the Chosen cast. And I think you've done a lot of stuff outside of Chosen. Some of the other people, the Chosen has kind of been their 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 kind of biggest thing to date. But you've been involved. You've been deeply involved in Hollywood prior to this. How do you compare and contrast your experience playing um, Andrew 
um, in The Chosen with some of your other work in Hollywood? Well, I mean, the sense of family is very real. And I didn't know what I was getting involved with in the beginning. (laughs) I'm flying to Texas, never been to Texas. And I showed up on set and really was welcomed with open arms. And that goes for the, you know, everyone heading up production, cast, crew. Um, It's a difficult thing shooting a TV show. And so the best possible version of that is when you feel like you you have the support of everyone around you and when you're supporting everyone around you. And that starts from the top down. Dallas um, and, you know, Jonathan as an actor um, just really, really creates a space where we feel like we can do our best work and we are there to give of ourselves for anyone, who, whoever needs it. If they're on screen and we're not, um, one of the things that we love to do is to just really be there for that person and make sure that they can be, give the best performance possible um, instead of, you know, every once in a while, uh, not on The Chosen, you'll act with someone and then they'll leave and you'll be acting with a broom for your coverage. So, you know, that kind of thing doesn't happen on, on our show. We nice. really do our best to to support each other. Well, and I think that that... Um... thoroughness is the wrong word, but that kind of like saturation of the experience is something that comes out in the end product. I don't know how to describe that any better than this. The Chosen is such a complete production from concept through execution and delivery. It it is, it is, it's not arguably the best faith-based drama that's ever been uh, created in a serial fashion. It is arguably in the discussion of one of the best television projects that have, that's ever been seen. And from that perspective, I think everything that you're describing there is part of it. It's, it, it's all the little ingredients that add up to the big, the big recipe. Absolutely. And the interesting thing about that is that it doesn't make it easy. <laughs> it's a difficult show to to film you know we are out in the elements it gets hot in texas it gets hot in utah so somehow we always find ourselves filming when it's uh boiling or freezing sometimes in season two we were freezing that season um but it's a difficult thing and we're a lot you know i always joke with some of the other actors i'm like ah, i think i'm a uh I think I need to be under a roof. I'm an under a roof <laughs> actor. Um, I'm a soundstage actor. But no, it's it's we all. Well, and that's really true because you've got a ton of Broadway stuff in your past uh, as well. And here's what I want people to understand. If you haven't done it yet, go over and follow Noah James on Instagram because he's got some behind the scenes photos of some of those hot days in Texas. And Noah... <laughs> I, I mean, I grew up in Texas. I haven't lived there in 40 years, but I, you know, until I was 18, it was what I called home. And it's been, uh, it's always fun to see people go down there for the first time because you, you kind of think, oh, it's going to be a moderately, uh, you know, climate acceptable place. Well, maybe in the winter time a little bit, but you know, you're, you're coming from where you come from. Shanna comes all the way from Spain. I mean, you've got people that come from all over the world. You go to this hot, muggy, humid little place and it probably does replicate the the Middle East pretty well. We certainly try, you know. It's <laughs> it's it's uh it, it's funny because I'm from Arizona. I thought I was But that's dry I'm heat. Like, I'm like, come on. I am going to be okay, but nothing. We we have nothing on the 
the weirdness of Texas in terms of the weather. Like we had in season three, we were flooding an entire, you know, if you remember, there are the, the, um, tent, the tent city outside of, of Capernaum right. in season three that, that, you know, makes a large appearance throughout that season that just sailed away in the water of Texas. They had to rebuild it one day. We it's crazy, but it does lend itself to that much better of a show because we're going through it. We're, it. we're, you know, we're, we're living it as much as we can. We really do put our blood, sweat and tears into it because we want it to be as authentic as possible. Yeah. Well, I want people to know that, um, uh, December 12th through the, uh, uh, 17th, I think, uh, the, chosen Christmas uh, special is going to be in theaters. Uh, there's some reworking of this. They've got some new music from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli that's going to be included. There's going to be some new monologues included. A really special celebration of Jesus' birth through that uh, telling of that part of the story, which doesn't include a lot of the original cast from the series itself. There are a couple of significant characters that are there, but it is certainly something that is in line with the entire quality of what the chosen uh, entire project has been about. But let's get to the exciting part next season, and it's going to premiere in the spring. And every episode is going to be available in theaters first. Is that, did I read that correctly? You know, I have heard similar things, uh, which is very exciting to me. It's also nerve wracking because when something comes out, I like to watch it sort of alone in the dark <laughs> without anyone else around. Come on, so you're gonna get, get you're gonna get preview copies. We all know how this yeah. works. <laughs> I don't know that I'm getting preview copies. I think I'm showing up to the theater with everyone else seeing it for the first time. So then I'll have to get get rid of my the sort of awkwardness of seeing yourself on screen. I'll just be doing that surrounded by people, which, you know, maybe that is better. Yeah, very, very well. Um, well, it's great to have you with us uh, tonight. Thank you for all the effort, Noah. And I hope to see you again sometime, maybe in person on the red carpet or the teal carpet, as they like to do. Um, Would love not, that. If not, we will uh, look forward to seeing you on the screen, uh, particularly this spring in season four. Noah James, he plays Andrew in The Chosen. Noah, it's great to have you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Kevin McCullough coming back live from Times Square. Don't go away. Christmas time. Here we go. That Kevin show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one more time to the spotlight, Kristen Getty and Ricky Skaggs. Hail, blessed morn, see the great mediator down from the regions of glory descend. Shepherds go worship the babe in a manger. Lo, for regard the bright angels attend. Say, shall we yield him in costly devotion, fragrance of Edom and offerings divine, gems of the Or gold from the mine. Brightest 
called Brightest and Best, a creation of just a couple of years ago from Getty Music. And don't forget, Gettys are coming to a city near you. Go to GettyMusic.com for tickets. I'm Kevin McCullough, continuing the Christmas celebration next time on That Kevin Show.